<laughs> What's going on? Welcome what it to do? We In This Deep Podcast. My name is Colby Williamson. My name is Anton Williamson. And we are so excited to have you on episode five, five season episodes. one of We In This Deep Podcast. I literally cannot believe that it's been five episodes five already. Episodes, yeah. And I just want to let you all know that I am so grateful for you, like <laughs> your comments and just when you see us in person telling us how much you love and appreciate the podcast, you have no idea how much that means to us. And it's just the quickest way to put a smile on our face. So I just want to thank y'all with that and start the welcome with gratitude. Okay. We're always going to let y'all know how much we appreciate y'all. So if you're sick of us saying how grateful we are, well get used to it because we're always going to say it so period we live in gratitude over here um but anywho how are you doing dear i'm doing well dear honestly we just had a good weekend coming back from our favorite city gr for those who know if you know or know Mm -hmm. live in michigan shout out to Um, our sunshine and fish and chips for their acapella performance this weekend we got a chance to go to acapella concert which is really cool it's like it was very it was giving pitch perfect we were like in the movie which was really cool to see that yes i would even go back after i mean he graduates this year but i would even go back honestly because i really enjoyed it right it would be fun just to do anyway even though he wouldn't be singing like it would be fun just to have like a date night or something like that i'm sure he would want to go it would be a date night plus Plus sunshine Anyway, but yeah, it was a really good weekend and even staying with our good friends in Grand Rapids and they always treat us so well. So that having that weekend to start off this week was really fun. So I'm doing good overall, though. How about you, wife? I agree. I agree. I definitely feel like coming into this Monday, I I had Mm. to leave this house. I'm like, I need to just get out the house today because if not, I'm going to crawl back in the bed. And I don't know if anybody else felt like that today, but that is how I felt today. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely nice to, you know, switch it up sometimes. And I'm surely grateful for that. And just to kind of get back into the swing of things. Now I definitely feel like I'm in a better attitude because I got done the things that I wanted to. But anyway, overall, doing good. God is good. I'm still here living, breathing. Yes, you are. Period. And looking beautiful. Oh. I'm happy to be doing this podcast with you today. So, thank you, thank sir. Thank you for being here. Yes, thank you. As always. Thank you. Would you like to talk about the topic today? Yes, I would love to. So, today we're going to be talking about family dynamics. As always, y'all know the format. If it, but if you're new here, um, we normally have three or four questions that we ask each other, and we really start from like our experiences in our relationship. We give our perspective, but we also kind of talk about general things that could apply to you and yeah so today we're talking about family dynamics and for our first question honey are you ready i am ready you're ready in what ways do you feel like it's helpful for partners couples um to be able to understand and know their partner's background uh when it comes to their family like in what ways do you feel like it's helpful to know i think it's extremely helpful to know because that's something you're going to find out one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's good to know off jumping. I mean, there's only so much you can really learn off jump. It's going to 
takes some getting to know the family itself to really understand the right, dynamics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, you know, having that conversation is extremely important, especially if there's a situation where you're like your partner's not in the best place with their family. Mm, right. Um, exactly. Because that's definitely going to show itself during holidays and birthdays mm-hmm. and stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. events. Um, you're going to want to know, like, what's going on, you know, who's not cool with who and all that stuff. <laughs> right. Because Especially if you're dating too, and or you're engaged, and you're trying to plan the wedding, like that is one of the biggest events. I would probably say the only event in some <laughs> cases where your whole family on both sides is going to come together. And so it's good to know, you know, the background of you know your family. Like, where and, you're getting yourself into. Right, right, because they're gonna become your family, you know, yeah. if you decide to get married and. You need to know, like, what triggers are there? Like, what's something I should not talk about? Like, what's going on with this person? You know, what's the dynamics between, like, your aunts and your uncles? Right, and, yeah. You know, is there cousin beef? Is it, yeah, like, <laughs> that's real, that's real. All of that. But, yeah, I definitely think it's super, super important. And I definitely feel like you're going to get to know your partner better through the family as well because they've right, been with exactly. you know your partner since and they're gonna they tell came it. out they go tell your business oh yes they will they will tell your business and tell it quick but that's <laughs> what family's for they're gonna tell on you um but that will also give you an insight on how your partner was as a kid because that's also important knowing the things that they went through in their younger ages because that's also shaping who they are today too mm-hmm. um having <laughs> Uh, that information and just understanding will help you love your partner better too I feel like because if they had a rough childhood or you know had awful family dynamics like you can see how that would shape their desire for their family yeah you know now that they have control Mm -hmm. of that but yeah what do you think yeah I think honestly something that I learned especially with like your family they sometimes remember stuff you don't remember mm-hmm. like when you were a kid and it's always fun especially when it comes to our relationship and we know when we have those family gatherings and i think sometimes i learned a lot about you from your family but because first of all something about kobe is and i love her to death and i love her through this as well but sometimes her, her memory ain't all the way there and, and we know that we no, know that. that is true. Um, that she's, is true. She's bad with directions. So, um, <laughs> but sometimes Kobe don't remember stuff, and that's okay. But there's it is funny because we'll be around her family, and they'll talk about memory um, that they had of Kobe, and Kobe would be like, "What?" Like she'd be lost. So it's oh, just we're funny lost. <laughs> <laughs> learning more about Kobe through her family and, and getting their perspective on certain situations. And those instances, I'm like, this is really cool because, like you said, you. Sometimes your family just, you know, they, they remember certain stuff um, about you and you get to know more of your partner through your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I really appreciate that for sure. And um, also, I think another thing is it's important to know, like, if your partner's family likes you. I think that it's a, a heavy, oh, that weights on the decision if or not you decide to continue with your partner because it's... Yeah. If you do, like, if you decide to continue with your partner and your partner 
family doesn't like you, like that's going to cause some tension, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to be hard to continue to date knowing that your family doesn't like your partner, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure that's tough. And I'm sure there's people out there who have secondhand experience with that. Right, yeah. You know, and had to kind of learn how to navigate that because at a certain point, which is going to lead us into our next question, you know, at a certain point, you have to believe in you. Now, I'm not saying not to listen to your family. Right, yeah. Because they're, sometimes God can be speaking through them in an area that, you know, you maybe be blinded Blind to. You can't see or don't want to see. Or don't want to see, yeah. yeah. Um, but if there's nothing wrong with the person, it's just like one of them situations I heard of, like, they prefer the ex over your current oh, partner. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, they like them better for you and you mm-hmm. knew, like, the relationship was not good, but they didn't see that. But they still like that other person, person. for you. So mm-hmm. now everybody after them, right? It's just like they don't want they them. They don't, don't like them. them mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so some stuff, you know, you have to really stand on your own two feet for. But very true. Like I said, that does lead us into our next question, which is how can couples establish healthy boundaries with their respective families? Oof, I definitely think. I- Obviously, communication is a big, a big deal, mm-hmm. um, but also like a big part of creating those healthy boundaries. But I think with family, you kind of got to take actionable steps to really implement those boundaries. I think yeah. thinking about this question reminds me of like when we went from our dating to engaged, then engaged to being married. Mm-hmm. Um, since we live in the same city as our family it was tough to actually start to create those boundaries for our relationship because our, our family was so used to us being available and open. And I think it was tough because we were just like, how do we figure out how to create these boundaries with our family when it comes to us making time for ourselves and not always, you know, jumping at the gun when our family needs something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For us, and it's something I learned through that in creating boundaries was to start saying no. First of all, like I don't have to say yes to everything. Something about Kobe and I is we're so nice and so kind, and we're always willing to help and be the helping hand. So it's hard for us to say no sometimes. Yeah. But it took me and you saying no to family when you know stuff stuff happens or something there's a need that needs to be met it took us saying no and that's like a one action step that i feel like we take if you if you would agree or you want to chime in sorry i've been talking no (laughs) as you should be talking (laughs) no i completely agree with you honey and i think also on the other side of boundaries is like y'all you know i'm good for the heart to heart and to come to jesus when it comes to y'all relationships Please stop telling y'all family everything. Everything, right? Yeah, they don't Please. need to know. Cause let me tell you something. You gonna y'all gonna get over it and move on and heal and be happy and married. They they're not gonna forget. They're not. Meanwhile, they they're still mad. Okay. They don't understand why y'all still together. They talking junk and they really talk behind your back. And some <laughs> right. families like you know they're talking in front of your face. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Please stop doing that. Let that be a boundary for yourself. And I know it can be easy. Especially when you're really fired up about something and you just want somebody else's perspective on it. And, right. you know, you 
go to your family because you know they're gonna side with you. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> right. <laughs> we please, please stop doing that. That is something that we do not do at all. At all. Like they my family can attest they have never especially while we've been married. Yeah. Or and engaged. Yeah. Have never ever even when we was dating if i yeah. did come to them it was probably last resort right um, but <laughs> never ever ever have i gone to my family and even in the moments i never dogged my husband right ever yeah. it never even came out of my mouth my friends can attest to it too i never ever dogged my husband and you would never even know if i was mad at him right because i've been i bet people are like wow anton and kobe are never into it like kobe never it's not that we don't have problems it's that like you're wise about what you share and how you share it. But we also yeah. handle stuff in our house. Like, Correct. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. not that we're hiding anything. It's just like. We don't play that. Right. Like, I would never, I would never dog my husband out. Like, right. that, to me, you have to get to a point because you're not loving that person. And that's going to take you off 50 steps back. Right, it is. Because now, not mm-hmm. only is everybody else in your business. You have to correct that now. Exactly. You need to go back and correct that. As loud as you was with the disrespect, okay. is as loud as you need to you be for correcting it. Like there's there that's a boundary you need to set with yourself and your family because you know some families they do want to be extremely involved in you know what you got going on and you know that's sweet and everything, but that's a strong boundary you really need to put in place. To make sure that you are protecting the peace of your home and the peace of your relationship. Because everybody don't need to know your business. Yeah. Period, point blank, period. Everybody don't need to know. Yeah. And quite frankly, I don't care. At all. I mean, I care to a certain extent. extent, You know what I'm saying? Like, let me clean that up. If it's something small, you know what I'm saying? They ain't do the dishes and you mad. Now you dogging (laughs) them out. Like, I really don't care. You need to go home and fix that. Okay. But, you know, if it's something serious, like, you need somewhere to stay. Like, y'all separate, you know. You know, y'all know what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying. But I just want to clear that up. But, um, yeah, that's something that I see a lot of people do. And I've witnessed a lot of people do. And I do not agree with that. Like, you need to find a friend who is married, who understands, and consult with them. Yeah. And even that, talk, just talk to Jesus. Because mm-hmm. he'll get you together. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying not to consult anybody. I'm just saying that. Go to someone that you trust and who understands the covenant of your marriage or the covenant of your engagement or, you know, y'all dating. They know y'all. You know what I'm saying? They won't give you a biased response, but they'll actually pray for you. Yeah, And keep you accountable. And, you know, they won't let you sit up there and dog your spouse or your partner. Like, that's, that's something that, to me, we need to correct. If you're doing that in 2024... <laughs> stop immediately yeah. and another thing i think it's important to especially in our case being kind of newlyweds kind of still not really though but just in couples relationships period it's important to form your own identity as a couple outside of your family mm-hmm. and that's something we really advocated for and wanted to do and i think as a man in our relationship and as a husband and leading my wife i i wanted to make sure that i i wanted to create our own identity outside of our family and i wanted to make sure first of all that i was leading her well spiritually and i I think it's important to know how to do that outside of your family 
I think yeah. fortunately we we both have like an independent spirit that we're very like independent and I mm-hmm. think having that to ourselves was kind of easy to navigate because we we know we wanted that for ourselves and but it's just sometimes it's difficult when to to create a boundary when you you don't want your family to feel that you're cutting them off or you don't want you don't want to be around it's just that like we need to as a married couple to create a certain amount of space right you know like you shouldn't they shouldn't always feel like they can pull up to our house mm-hmm. or always feel like they we need to answer their phone calls you know yeah they have to respect our marriage yeah, yeah. and i think it's important too to create that space of peace and you know be consistent with it because like Anton was saying we are very we used to be very accessible you know yeah we used to yeah. like people will call or do whatever and we're like okay you know what i'm saying we'll go we'll really do late. it you yeah know what I'm saying? right but you know as we continue to grow and really we kicked it into gear <laughs> once we got married yeah. but we had to let me tell you something do not disturb is my best friend right hand man and i know my people be mad i know they be so mad with me but <laughs> upset <laughs> And I'm sorry you feel that way, but it's something that is such a blessing. It truly and seriously will protect the peace you're trying to create in your house and in your marriage. Because, you know, I I really love using it, especially since Anton um, commutes, you Mm -hmm. know, and, you know, throughout the days, it's like you're working. Y'all know how I go, like Monday through Friday, you're working, you see them at a certain time, like. When he get home, I don't really feel like talking to nobody else. Right. I just want to talk to him and, right. you know, connect with him. So putting my phone on that do not disturb and literally just connecting with my husband has been such an amazing blessing. Yeah. Thank you, Apple. Okay. Seriously. Shout out to you. <laughs> because Otherwise, they turn the phone off. Like. Okay. Yeah, that is a boundary you can put in place. Like, it's very simple. And if yeah. you struggle with certain boundaries, start there. Yeah. Because... That's something you're going to have to really practice until you can, you know, feel more comfortable to set those bigger boundaries and still feel like, okay, you know what, I'm still able to love on my family. And, you know, when we have get togethers, if we're able to make it, we make it and whatever. Right. At the same time, you know, you're also valuing your relationship Mm -hmm. and prioritizing that. And it just lets everybody else know, like, you know what? This is their boundary, and this is how we're going to have to respect it. Or yeah. you're not, yes. and it's just not going to work out, and that's fine. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. And since we're here, like, I guess another question, a good question to talk about would be, how do you feel like our family dynamics have changed since we've gotten married? I know we talked about a few already, but is mm-hmm. there anything that comes to mind that you're like, remember when we used to do this? And I was different since we're married Yeah. when it comes to, like, our family dynamics. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like our family dynamics have gotten stronger, mm. like, over the years. Um, I feel like I've always been, like, pretty close with your family. Yeah, like, when we sure. first started dating, they just took me in. They like, did. They it did. was <laughs> yeah. no hezo. Like, yeah. they just, they took me in. And I think with my family, it was a little bit more of an effort. Like, yeah, I, it was. I know it was tough for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because Anton was like the first guy I actually brought around my family yeah. for real, for real. Um, so he kind of had it hard, and I hated that, you know. Yeah. Because I knew who he was, but they were also chill trying to figure that out because I didn't like when I first started dating. <laughs> I did not, like, bring every guy around, and I didn't, you know, wasn't really loud with, like, trying to go on dates. Like, yeah. I didn't really do mm-hmm. that. Like, when I was first dating, which, again, this was, like, 16, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. I was just kind of talking to people and just yeah. chilling. Like, I wasn't really trying to bring a lot of people around and, you know. If they made it around, it really wasn't, like, officially around. Right, it wasn't, like, so. an intentional thing where you no. were, like, trying to, yeah. Yeah. So, he really got the first, like, yeah. <laughs> introduction, like, and I think I can understand their perspective since I, at the time, was the baby. Yeah. Um, Very protective, you know. And, again, like, they didn't know him. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not, like, oh, y'all was right. You know, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. It could have definitely been better. Um, but I feel like now as I'm older and we have a god baby and thinking about when she brings the first boy around, I'm gonna be like, mm. Yeah. You for know, sure. I'm gonna be I am too like, Ugh, yeah. I And I have a different perspective now versus when I was then because I like you said, we were sixteen, so my mindset was very much like, Man, this is intense. But now I'm like, that's valid. I understand that that action why they behave that way you know i get it now i feel like some stuff some stuff (laughs) you funny (laughs) but i think we would be the same way and different not the same way but we would have the same intentions i feel like we'll be a lot more chill and graceful yes i feel like when that time comes i think i'm gonna be more like intentional with a guy baby and just knowing, like, asking her questions, like, you know, hey, do you feel safe with him? Like, why right. do you like him? What is it that attracted you to him? Yeah, like, why did you feel sure. comfortable bringing him around? Like, I just want to pick her brain about it and, like, actually trust what she's saying. Because if we're helping raise her right, you know, mm-hmm. we know who she is. Right, exactly. And, you know, there's only so much you can do. Um, with kids, because they're going to still, they have their own free will, too. Um, but, and also just how generations go. Like, every generation, they find different ways to do it better, you know. Mm. And I think we are just more of, like, conversationalists. Yeah, for sure. realists, like, okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. If this is something you want to explore, you know, just know that we're here for you. If you have questions, if you want to talk about anything, like, just tell me, you know, there's some stuff I'm going to ask you, you know, just mm-hmm. to make sure you're aware of it and to make sure you're being safe. But, you know, that I think that's, even though it's, like, hard to think about because she's only three months. But yeah. it's like, she's going to be that age. And I want to create an atmosphere for her where when she decides to bring the guy around, the family, mm-hmm. you know, she has an experience where it felt like, it was a safe environment to right, talk and yeah. to ask questions. And even if it didn't work out, yeah, she felt she safe still, enough to say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or she's questioning things or, you know, trying to figure out, like, why is this happening? And all of these things, you know. I want her to be able to come 
and talk to us about that because it, again it's inevitable like she's gonna like boys yeah exactly <laughs> and you know even i mean even if she likes somebody else like that's not necessarily a boy i'm still gonna love her right you know exactly. what i'm saying like yeah. it is what it is and that's i think just how our generation is we're very like you know what i don't have control of the situation so the only thing i could do is love you and that's what i'm gonna do yeah you know? yeah and just be here for you and let you ask all the questions that you need and uh, definitely ask you questions but <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you feel very safe in the process and yeah for sure i think that now that we're the new adults <laughs> and granted maybe our experience would have been a little different if we were older but you know i don't know it's it's definitely an interesting thing like once you can see the family dynamics changing because when i look at our dynamics even when we i feel like once we crossed over to like year four in our dating mm-hmm. it was like this is like a regular program you know what i'm saying <laughs> like because holidays and we was there you know every year together and all that stuff and it just became normal and then i feel like especially once we got engaged our families really like merged together and yeah now that we're married it's just like you know we're literally just one big happy family and mm-hmm. i just love that but yeah, yeah. do you yeah. have any additional thoughts on that I don't. I think you explained it very well, and I think it's, I think it's wonderful thinking about the one day if you know our guy baby listens back to this, um, so she knows like how we feel about her and mm-hmm. how you just want her to like come and talk to us about stuff. Basically, do everything opposite that happened to us. You know, like I love the point that you mentioned about us being conversationalists and just having that open space to come talk i gotta love Mm -hmm. that and i'm all about that for sure but Mm -hmm. i definitely agree with you about your points babe about family dynamics for sure yeah (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. well said okay y'all well it's time for the advice college you know what time it is so let's get into it so today's advice says what advice do you have for individuals dealing with family interference in their relationship who uh, <laughs> that's that's tough that's tough that and, is tough especially if you're so close to your family right and i don't know i it, we can talk about this from two different perspectives yeah because uh, i feel like i wasn't really introduced to like a huge close family until i got married to, or started dating you like your family really introduced me to like hanging out together for sure mm-hmm. so i definitely feel like my family hung out especially when we first started dating very frequently like yeah versus, i mean my family did but yeah compared to yours i feel like your family was definitely big on holidays and right, my family yeah. was big on like definitely. any type of birthdays like all of that like it was yeah. just an event so if so. you have two different, if you have different experiences with this question, I feel like that can kind of change your answer, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I would say, first off, I will pose a question to you and ask you again, like, what are you disclosing to your family for them mm. to feel comfortable enough to 
make comments on your relationship. Right. Because if you're disclosing a lot, they're going to comment on a lot. If you're not disclosing a lot, it's not that much for them to interfere on. Right, yeah. Now, if it's a situation where, you know, they're the type of people where, like, y'all talk every day and they don't understand the concept of, like, you need your own time and you and your partner need time and you just can't be available all the time and they're not really getting that. That's another conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's a conversation you're going to have to have and start taking action steps like do not disturb to actually implement that. Um, because you want to have a healthy relationship with your partner and with your family. So in order to do that, you know, you need to take care of yourself and y'all need to come together and figure out what's a healthy boundary for y'all because you don't want to be in a position where you've run off your partner because your family is interfering too much Mm -hmm. like that's something you're gonna have to pretty much check um in order to have a healthy relationship with both parties because if one just keeps interfering and your partner is getting agitated and it's just causing friction in your relationship you have friction in your family relationships like that's gonna stress you out over yeah yeah and that's not good for you and that's not good for anybody involved so just remember that boundaries conversation we had earlier in the episode and take some time to write down like what boundaries can you put in place that are comfortable for you but strong enough <laughs> right that you don't have to, yeah yeah much interference right do yeah. you have any feedback on that honey yeah i was thinking about that because it's it, it's tough because I, I feel like in my head i hear people like saying well you know what if my i'm I have like a close relationship to my family than my partner does, you know, and I totally get that. But again, just going back to what we said earlier in the episode, really creating your identity as a couple outside of your family mm-hmm. is so important. Like they, yes. they seriously don't need to know everything. Like if it's that, if it's that extreme and important to you that you have to tell somebody something, get a counselor, like get in mm-hmm. therapy because I think, a really cool dynamic to therapy is like that person doesn't know you uh and they they give a outside perspective that's not biased and they're trained professionals to give you that you know different perspective and advice versus your family they're gonna go to bat for you like right they're gonna support you right wrong and different so i think if if it's that extreme like get a different perspective outside of your family because it, it just gets messy really fast and yeah. I feel like your family does keep track track of your wrongs more than the rights when it comes to your relationship because obviously they care about you and they want you to be safe but every time you hang out with your family like you don't need them bringing up your relationship and what's mm-hmm. going on like it's not their business you know just make sure you are just taking time to Say, actually, let's not talk about that. Or actually, that's actually none of your business. Like, mm-hmm. Or even have the conversation of, like, I know I talked to you about this in the past, but we're me and my partner are not in that place anymore where I'm sharing this information with you. Right. You know? Yeah. For sure. Do you yeah. have any final thoughts or questions you would like to leave with the people today? I think that was all, honestly. Yeah. That was a good topic, I feel like. I think so too. I, I really like that. Yeah, I hope that you guys 
can relate to some of this stuff and really, you know, gain some insight if you are in one of those tough situations between your partner and your family. Um, and if you need to submit some more advice on that, you are <laughs> more than do. welcome to do that because yeah. it is tough. It's a tough yeah. subject. Or if you're single and you feel like you're close to your family and that's something you worry about when you enter a relationship that you think your family might be too much or too involved in your relationship, you know, that's something for you to think about as well. Maybe you started thinking about those boundaries early. So For sure. Well, well, I think that is a wrap for honey. episode five. Thank y'all so Thank much you guys. for listening and we love y'all. Love and y'all. we will see you next Wednesday. Peace.